Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa. We are holistic infant and child sleep consultants with a background in early childhood education. And we're the founders of Restful Parenting. And I'm Heidi. I'm also an early childhood educator and the owner of Blossom Early Learning. Join us as we chat all things sleep, parenting, development, and everything in between. Be sure to hit subscribe and share with your friends and family. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode. As always, I have with me Elisa. Hello. And I'm Pam, and we are chatting today. We have a quick tip today for our little ones. Last week, we spoke a little bit about separation anxiety. This week, we're chatting about that drop-off going into bed. So as you're kind of putting them into bed, you start to get them into their sleep space, and they start to get upset, or they start to cling to you. So today's a quick tip on how we can kind of work through that so that doesn't become a new way of going to bed with the upset and the clinging and the holding on to you and needing more. Usually we see this with 10 month olds, 11 month olds and up. Sometimes they can be a little younger and start to do this clinging thing when you're dropping them off in their bed. This is for babies who know how to put themselves to sleep because if you haven't taught independent sleep yet then you're rocking and you're holding to sleep anyways so when you put them into their beds they're either asleep already or you're just holding them for their sleep period so this is more for those babies who were previously putting themselves to sleep and now they are going through some separation anxiety or perhaps realizing that the world is fun around them and don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to go to bed and they start to cling to you when you are putting them into their bed. When they do this, our first instinct as parents is to, oh my gosh, what's going on? You're dropping them off in their crib. They're kind of clinging to you. And then our first instinct is to pull them back out and give them another hug, or they're pointing at the door maybe, or they're pointing at the chair that you sit in for cuddle time. And so then we take them out and we sit back down in the chair for another couple of minutes and cuddle them and then try again to put them into their crib. Today, we want to talk about that because the the clinging and then taking them out of their crib again and offering them an extra hug or extra cuddles or going and sitting on a chair that can actually contribute to the length of time that this phase lasts for. Mm -hmm. As soon as they start to see that there's another option, you know, especially if there are those ones where we could plop them into bed and leave the room and good night, I love you. And they kind of rolled around back and forth, talk to themselves a little bit, and then they put themselves to sleep. Now, all of a sudden, they're more, a little more upset. They're clinging. And as soon as you take them out, or as soon as they get that extra, they now it's like a it's like a click for them oh oh there, there's another way that this could happen okay cool 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 so they're like taking this in and it's just how they're learning and like lisa said it's what they're learning is now going to depend on how long that phase is going to last so it is something that we want to work on sooner rather than later yeah and it does throw us off because if they were content going into bed up to this point and now all of a sudden they're clinging we're left to think, oh my gosh, what's going on? How do I, how do I handle this right now? So this is why we made this podcast. So if you are in this already and you've been picking them up and rocking them for an extra few minutes or picking them up, giving more hugs or sitting on the chair, that's okay. But moving forward, you want to make sure that you're following what we're going to advise so that you don't get stuck in this for months and months and months. If you haven't reached this yet, this is a good podcast to listen to because 
it will prepare you for when that day comes <laughs> so that you know how to handle this. What you want to do is you want to follow through consistently. It's all about the follow through. So like I said, if we're picking them up again, then that's what they think that is going to happen every time. So they're going to fight harder and longer the next time. We always talk about setting limits with confidence. This is one of those limits that we're setting that we want to follow through with, with confidence. So in this circumstance, the limit that we're setting is it's bedtime. That's non-negotiable. It is bedtime right now. So you want to follow through with, with that limit with confidence. And the way to do this is to continue to put them down into bed. It doesn't mean that you have to just like run out of the room right after. Yeah. <laughs> Plop them down and, and, and hightail it out. Absolutely. You can put them down if you start to see that there's that little bit of upset. You can offer a little bit of a back rub. It doesn't have to be long. You're not there until they're settling. You're offering that little back rub. Maybe you're bending down, offering a little bit of a hug, that little bit of a connection. You can start shushing and then make your way out, the, out of the room from there. So maybe another 30 seconds, 60 seconds in and there just to give them that final little here you go honey you are safe and and your room is okay and it is time for sleep so that's what you're projecting with that confidence you're telling them that everything is the same you are confident that they are able to fall asleep that they are safe and secure so then that's going to help them okay I didn't get that extra pickup and bring back over to the chair that second reset for bedtime whatever it is I didn't get that extra but I know that I'm safe and I know that I'm secure and I know how to do this. I know how to fall asleep on my own. And you can use validating words such as, I know this is really hard for you right now. Mm -hmm. I know you can do this. You've got this. And then you, you know, that's projecting your confidence as well. So as Pam said, that extra little pat on their back or something, also take note of how your baby is dealing with this. Because sometimes if we do stay too long, that can actually escalate yes. things. So such a fine line, because especially if it's like the first or second time where you go to put them down and they start to get upset and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't want to pick them back up, but I do want to reassure them that they are safe and everything is fine. So, you know, that little back rub, but it's just that it's just to say, Shh, we are all okay. You're still loved. Mommy's right here. Daddy's right here. Grandma's right here, whatever your name is. And then out we go. Exactly. So if 60 seconds works for your little one. Make sure that on the third day of doing this, you're not in there for 60 seconds. Now you're in there exactly. for 30 seconds and then you're reducing that time. But if you find that you tried to stay for 60 seconds the first time and they were just getting more and more upset, then definitely reduce that time and just do like a quick little five second mm -hmm. pat on the bum and then out you go as you're shushing when you leave the room and then you leave the room and you can go back and check on them as necessary, like Pam said, or you can offer the support that you would normally offer when you were doing sleep coaching or checking in on them and just keeping Absolutely. things consistent so that it doesn't last long. You're following through, you're doing your checks, you're, go, you're on track and then you're making sure that you're leaving. That's the important part, making sure that you're following through with that. But then it's like, we're checking, okay, if, you know, if that was for a nap time, after nap time, you know, all is well, everything is good. They seem to be their regular selves. And then it happens again at bedtime or it happens again the next day. 
you want to add in that extra hug before you even put them down. So before you go to do, you do your little routine, you're standing by the crib, you give them the regular hug. And then you're like, okay, blast big tight hug, squeeze, 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 squeeze. And then I'm going to put you in your bed. And then down, I, then down you go, you put them into their bed from there. And that gives them that kind of extra little bit that they may have been wanting. And then you're able to then continue on from there with your less and less support and continuing with following through and leaving your room. The important thing there is that you're letting them know what the expectation is by telling them, I'm going to give you one last hug and then I'm going to put you back into your bed. So you're talking them through what is happening next. And that can go a long way for a lot of children, for most children, all children Um, (laughs) at 10 months old, they may not understand exactly what you're saying but they do understand the intention behind what you're saying. They understand your tone of voice as you're saying it. So if your voice is all shaky and you're unsure about what's going on and you're unsure about what you're implementing, they aren't going to feel confident. But if you have a nice, confident tone of voice, like I'm going to give you one last hug, squeeze, and then I'm going to put you into your bed, then they are going to feel that confidence. And that is going to help them through this as well, because they're going to know that even though they don't want to go to bed in that moment, that bedtime is still happening and you're confident about what you're implementing, you're still offering them some support. You're helping them through it by validating, by listening to their upset. And then you're still remaining consistent. So Mm -hmm. it is going to help them get back on track relatively quickly. And for some babies, if you catch this before it even starts, then it's, it's just going to be a non issue because they're going to see right away that you are remaining consistent and that you are confident about remaining consistent and following through. It's not another option, right? As soon as they know that there's another option, they're going to keep going for that. So if it becomes a non-option that's not even an option for you to get out of bed once I've put you into bed then they're going to catch on to that and they're going to learn that really quickly again it's always that confidence in what we're projecting and what they're feeling and what they are hearing behind our tone I loved what you said about that Elisa because it makes so much sense and it really does our little ones have lived with us typically especially right now only us um so they feel everything that we're feeling they can sense what's going on in a room they can sense all of that stuff they're so connected to us so your confidence and projecting that confidence really does go a very long way we hope this helps if you do encounter this little setback this won't be a long setback it's just really small phase (laughs) that you will get through and of course if it does turn into something bigger then do reach out to us at info at restfulparenting.com and we can help you get things back on track before they even fall completely off. Absolutely. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We so appreciate that you've taken that time to come and hang out with us and listen to what we have to say. If you are struggling with sleep or parenting, please know that we have loads of free information on the website um, as well as on the YouTube channel. But if after you've read through everything and you've watched those videos, if you're still struggling, know that you're not alone and that we would love to help. So be sure to check out the website, www.restfulparenting.com. You'll find the link to book your free 15-minute call right there. And if you have any comments or anything you'd like to share with us, please leave them below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.